Thank you all for uh, coming to um, today's program. It's now the 24th year that we've been doing these uh, improving the management of HIV disease uh, symposiums by uh, IAS USA. And uh, as you all know, this um, program um, provides you with five and a half uh, CMEs, and it's uh, also being webcasted uh, to those people who can't attend. Um, each year, uh, Dr. Benson and I um, try to put together a program that will be uh, both topical in terms of um, recent information that has been presented at meetings such as the, uh, uh, the Conference on Retrovirology, as well as to invite uh, experts in various areas of HIV uh, that can give us uh, succinct uh, yet comprehensive updates uh, in their various areas of expertise. And so we're very fortunate uh, to have an outstanding uh, group of individuals who will be speaking to you today. Um, we will also have um, uh, an opportunity to hear uh, from Joe Aaron in uh, a few cases uh, that will hopefully be challenging uh, for all of you that take care of HIV patients. Um, and, um, and uh, today we will also uh, be dedicating our program uh, to a very special uh, uh, individual that Dr. Benson will talk to you about shortly. We can come back to this slide in a few minutes if you wouldn't mind. Um, okay, so just some, um, some brief opening statements and some uh, logistical things that we need to go over. Uh, the mission of uh, the IAS USA, as you all know, um, is to improve the treatment, care, and quality of life of individuals with HIV, hepatitis C, and other uh, viral infections through high-quality, uh, relevant, balanced, and needs-oriented education uh, and information for practitioners and scientists who are actively involved uh, in medical care and research. Um, and this has been uh, the mission of this group since its founding, and uh, we strive to do uh, a good job for all of you in all aspects of care uh, for HIV. Um, in terms of uh, CME, um, we have uh, both medical education, uh, nursing education, and pharmacy education uh, credit available to you. Um, as you can see, the um, amounts of credits are shown on the slide. Uh, in order for you to claim uh, pharmacy credit, those of you who are seeking those, uh, you will need to provide your NABP, um, CR, uh, CPE number, and your date of birth. Um, and uh, you can obtain your CME by going to the website uh, at IASUSA.org. Uh, and uh, following the instructions uh, for claiming your CME. Um, in terms of grant support uh, for this program, it's funded through uh, independent educational grant, uh, grants at the national level from a number of commercial organizations um, that are committed to supporting high-quality CME. Uh, and we gratefully acknowledge uh, the generous support of uh, those pharmaceutical companies that are listed on the slide. Um, please let um, um, those representatives who are wearing uh, red badges um, that say funder on them that uh, you appreciate their support for these programs um, 
and, um, and, and they're uh, continuing uh, efforts to um, help ISUSA spread the word. Um, in terms of uh, financial uh, relationship with commercial entities, uh, this slide, which is a little bit difficult to see, but is also in your syllabus, um, uh, indicates the um, financial um, um, involvement or financial <laughs> relationships that our uh, speakers and uh, course moderators have. Um, please uh, feel free to um, uh, look at that uh, at your convenience. Um, in terms of uh, some logistical uh, and courtesy issues, we do uh, remind you um, to be courteous and considerate of your fellow participants. Uh, there are a number of suggestions here um, that I think are very straightforward, but we do ask that uh, you turn your cell phones off uh, or onto a vibrate mode and that you take your calls outside of the room in order not to disrupt uh, other participants. Uh, we also ask you not to congregate near the doors um, and um, do not uh, save seats, um, uh, especially if, uh, if we have um, more participants uh, than we have chairs. And there are some seats in the back uh, for people who um, can't find a seat at one of the tables. Okay, so we have a, a couple of um, audience participation questions uh, that we'll start out with just to get an idea of where you are all from and what you all do. Uh, how many of you uh, have attended the CROI meeting in Boston, Massachusetts in February? Please indicate yes or no on your touch pads. Okay, so, oh my goodness. All right, so only 6% of you attended, were able to attend, so you'll hear a, a wonderful update from uh, Dr. Benson uh, a little later this morning. Uh, have any of you attended a post-CROI update? Uh, yes or no? Please indicate on your touchpad. Okay, so most of you have not. All right, so um, and now it uh, gives me great pleasure to introduce uh, Dr. Con Connie Benson, who is a professor of medicine and in infectious diseases at UC San Diego. Uh, she will give um, um, a dedication of today's uh, program. So thank you all for coming. I think we have an excellent program. I hope you will think so too. I'm going to start off my comments this morning by dedicating our program to the wife of one of our colleagues. As you may know, uh, Charlie Flexner was going to do the final drug interaction talk today, but was unable to attend, and Jennifer Kaiser has kindly agreed to uh, take over the responsibility for his talk. The reason Charlie's not able to attend is he lost his wife last week, who is Carol Braun. For those of you who don't know Carol, uh, she passed away on April 22nd of complications related to long-standing battle with angiosarcoma. Carol was uh, 
a graduate of the Ohio State University College of Pharmacy in 1980, and then went on to also attend the Ohio State University College of Medicine. So she graduated with both a pharmacy and an MD degree. And Carol was very active in the early days of the HIV epidemic, working at the FDA and one of the very first of our FDA uh, program officers responsible for the rapid approval of new drugs for HIV and AIDS, which is one of the reasons we felt it was appropriate to dedicate today's conference to Carol. And Carol did a lot of work with HIV and AIDS, spent 11 years in those early days at the FDA helping us move along some of the first antiretroviral drugs and opportunistic infection complications, uh, prophylaxis drugs, for use in HIV infection. After she left the FDA, she went to work for the pharmaceutical industry and then finished her career at a consult pharmaceutical consulting firm that she co-founded with one of her colleagues. She's survived by her husband, Charlie, and four children and additional family members and siblings. And it's very sad for us all, who many of us who knew Carol, know she was an extremely enthusiastic, energetic, and brave woman to, who survived a very long time with a very severe disease. And it was, it's with great sadness that we say goodbye to Carol and our sympathies go out to Charlie. So we're going to move on this morning to our first discussion. And